you ever found yourself nodding along while someone enthusiastically described a wine using terms you didn't understand, but you just didn't want to say, hold up, what does that mean? If you have, you're not alone. Today, I'm going to break down the five key wine terms that are going to make it easier for you to understand how people are describing wines, use them to find wines that you're going to love and enjoy. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, sommelier and wine educator, Erin Roser, and I am so happy that you're here. If this is your first time listening in, a big welcome to you. And if you're already a subscriber, it's lovely to have you back. As always, this episode can be listened while you're in the wine store, shopping online, or anytime that it works best for you. In today's episode, we're talking wine terminology. I know it may not sound that exciting, and you may have even rolled your eyes when I shared the topic, but trust me, These five terms I'm sharing today are used to describe every wine around the planet. Today, I'm gonna describe how you can look for these terms in wine descriptions and reviews, and then in turn, use that information to be able to find wines that you would like. Let's get started. First thing you're gonna wanna know, what are the five terms? Here they are. Balance, acidity, tannin, body, and finish. These five terms are used by wine professionals all around the world. And by you understanding them is going to get you inside the conversation. Now that we know the five terms we're talking about today, let's break them down. If you're listening to this episode while you're in the wine store, it'll be helpful for you to take a wander up and down the aisles. And as I'm discussing these terms, take a look at some of the back labels. These descriptors are going to show up on the back label or the book jacket, if you will, on the wine bottle. If you're at home, grab a couple of bottles and keep them handy to use as reference as we go through today's episode. The first term we're gonna start with is balance. I want you to think of balance as the mothership to all wine terms. You're gonna hear this a lot or you're gonna read it if you're looking at wine reviews. First thing, let's think about balance being the chemical structure of the wine. Is it chemically sound for you to enjoy? Balance for all intents and purposes is the chemical makeup of the wine and how you experience it in your mouth. You create your own version of balance every day. Whether you make coffee, tea, perhaps a smoothie, you create a collection of flavors that you enjoy. Maybe for coffee, you're one cream, two sugar. Maybe you take your tea black or just with a bit of lemon. Your smoothie is filled with all types of different fruits and vegetables, and you use almond milk as your base. So each time you're creating this, you're making what works for you. You create balance. When we think about balance in wine, I'm going to have you think about a triangle. At the top of a triangle, put fruit. We need good fruit to make good wine. So fruit's going to be our main ingredient in the wine. On one corner of the triangle, we're going to put tannins and acidity. Now these are two terms we're gonna break down here as well. Tannins, that's that mouth drying sensation we get from red wines. We can also find these in walnuts and black tea. Tannins bring a bitterness into the mix, and those are in the reds. For white wines, we'll have acidity, which is that mouth-watering sensation that you'll get if you're sucking on a lemon. In one corner of our triangle, we're going to have either tannins in red wines or acidity in white. Tannins bring bitter, acidity brings that mouth-watering sensation. On the other corner of the triangle, so on our third quarter of the triangle, we're going to have alcohol. 
Now alcohol, we don't taste, you can't smell it, but you do feel it. It's gonna feel warm when you take a swallow of that wine. Wine should not burn when you swallow. And you'll hear people say, this wine is hot. What they mean when they say that a wine is too hot is that the alcohol to them is out of balance. So if a wine is in balance, you should have the right mix of fruit flavor at the top. To make sure the fruit isn't too sweet, we're going to either have the bitterness of the tannins or the acidity in the white wine. So you're going to have to have sort of a grounding backbone and either tannins or acidity. And then on the last corner of our triangle, we have alcohol. Alcohol, again, no flavor, no aromas, but it does give us texture. It gives us some weight and some viscosity, that heaviness to the liquid, but it also brings heat into the mix. So if you think of if you've had a, a spirit, a, a shot of rum or tequila, you have felt that in your throat as you swallowed, and that is the alcohol. We don't want wine to feel that way. It should feel warm, but smooth. Same as if it's too fruity. Some people will say a wine is too jammy, for example, if we're talking about fruit. Now, this is going to also be your personal preference. Everybody has a personal preference in their own version of balance. Some people like tart wines filled with grapefruit and lemon flavors, for example. To other people, that's not the fruit flavor they like. They want something with sweet berries in it. Balance is subjective to your personal preference. The winemaker is looking at the chemical components of, is this wine balanced? Does it have the right collection of flavors in it? So balance is the chemical makeup of the wine so that it is comfortable for you to enjoy. Your personal perception of balance will be different depending on your taste profile, how you enjoy things. Do you like things sweet? Are you more of a bitter person? And this is where the conversation of is a wine balance is a bigger one. But for today, when you think about the term balance, know it's a three-part discussion being fruit at the top, acidity or tannin, and alcohol in the other corner of that triangle, and together they are going to create a pleasurable experience for you to enjoy. Now let's talk about acidity. We know it's in one corner of our triangle, but acidity, like I said, is that mouth-watering sensation. Your body naturally responds to acidity. You'll notice right now, if you even think about sucking on a lemon or salt and vinegar chips, that your mouth automatically starts to water. Your body's actually getting ready for you to have something sour. If it's out of balance, it's going to be too tart. You don't want to drink a whole glass of freshly squeezed lemon juice, for example. Now tannins, when we get into tannins, those are those mouth drying sensations that you feel when you have a glass of red wine. They're also found in walnuts and black tea. And what they do is tannin gives us a backbone, it gives us structure, brings bitterness into the wine, it also gives us some ageability. So tannins just like hops in beer making. Tannins come from the great skins and stalks. You may hear terms like grippy, meaning you're feeling lots of them with the fruit. You may hear silky tannins. Merlot, for example, is known to have very silky tannins. Every grape variety has a different texture of tannins, but with winemaking, we can also smooth things out. In regards to aging wines, we're going to talk about this in a different episode about how you can tell if they're young tannins. Can they be aged? Will they change? Tannins is a bigger topic as a whole, but for today's discussion, 
Tannins are the mouth-drying sensation you experience when you enjoy a glass of red wine. Now, tannins actually bind to the protein in the saliva in your mouth. They're like a magnet. And what happens is when you take a sip of red wine, you're actually swallowing away more saliva. So your mouth does dry out, which means you need to salivate again. They are going to dry out your mouth. If you're wondering about how tannins feel. Take a whole handful of walnuts and put them in your mouth and see how dry it gets because you are experiencing tannins from those walnuts. Now let's move on to body. What does the term body mean and why is it important? The reason that body is important is that it helps us know how to pair wines with foods. When we talk about body, you'll hear wine professionals like myself use the analogy of milk. Because this is an easy one to use, most people have a reference point for it. We use skim milk as a reference for a light-bodied wine, 1 or 2% milk for medium-bodied, and for full-bodied, we're talking coffee cream or whipping cream. So just even if you close your eyes and you imagine this, you can experience, you can feel how those textures would feel different in your mouth. This is the same for wines. On the back of a wine label, you may see this is a light, refreshing wine style, or you may see this is medium-bodied or full-bodied. So think of milk every time you see this on the back of a label or in a wine review. How this helps us in regards to food pairing is we're looking to match the weight of the food with the weight of the wine. This way, neither one cancels each other out. So by having an idea of how the texture of the wine is, it's going to help us pair with food. You're looking to create that harmony or the synergy between the two. Body helps us understand how do we work it in with food. You're going to choose what's right for you. Now you understand how body is used to describe the actual weight. Body's nothing to do with a flavor in the wine. It's all about texture. The term finish refers to how long does a wine last once you've swallowed it. This term tells us how long the flavors linger. This becomes important in regards to food pairing. We're looking for a wine that's going to linger a bit when we're creating food and wine pairings because we want those flavors to have this soft spot in the middle. Sometimes wine can be all talk, no action in that you have lots of great aromatics, have a great sip on the palate, and then all of a sudden it just disappears. It basically ghosts you, it goes away. Other wines, you'll take a sip and it will stay with you. I like to use the analogy of a wine's finish should be like a great kiss in that a few days later or even a year later, you still remember how that felt. And so you're looking for those wines that leave that impact on your palate. Those wines are going to be easier to pair with food. There is also the discussion about a wine's finish can give you hints to the wine's quality. The longer a wine's finish, potentially the higher quality of the wine style. It's not always a black and white answer. A lot of times on a wine bottle, the wine label will share with you how the finish will be experienced. Most wine labels are not going to, in point form, put down balance. We feel this is balanced and add the pH level for you, for example. They're going to tell you a little bit more about it. And generally acidity will be shared, and same with the fruit, will be shared with fruit flavors. If the wine label is talking about pink grapefruit or green apples, it gives you an idea of the flavors of the fruit that actually have a naturally high acidity. So it's giving you a clue. When you're getting into tannins, you may see words like grippy, firm. This is telling you where the backbone is. The body, like I said, it's going to sometimes actually say, so body is a word you may actually see on a wine label called out on its own. Otherwise, you're looking for those terms about 
velvety. That's something that implies a weight to it. And the finish may be clues on the back of the label trying to tell you how your experience will be once you taste the wine and how it stays with you. Let's recap these five terms. We have balance. Balance isn't a term all on its own. Think of it as a triangle. It's also the chemical makeup of the wine. Balance, the top of the triangle is always gonna be fruit. You're gonna have acidity or tannin, which is gonna give us that bitterness or acidity on the backbone. And you have alcohol. Alcohol is not gonna have any flavor or aromatics, but it does give us a sensation of warmth when we swallow it on the finish. Balances are first, which also ties in with acidity and tannin. The body is the weight of the wine. How does it actually feel in your mouth? And this we use in food pairing. We're looking to match the weight of the wine with the weight of the dish. And for body, use the analogy of milk when you're thinking about a wine's body, skim milk all the way to full on whipping cream. So how full bodied is that wine? And the finish, the finish is how long does the wine stay with you? The flavors that linger in your mouth. Does it stay? Does it disappear? Is it a short finish? What you don't want on the finish is a whole bunch of heat. And that brings us back to that sort of out of balance with the alcohol. These are the five terms that if you understand, you'll start to read wine labels a little bit different. Look for them in wine reviews. Look for them as you're shopping online or just turn bottles over. You'll start to see that the back of the wine label is trying to tell you the story. The story has all these five characters and they're trying to put it in a way that you'll understand it. I hope this has been helpful. There's lots more to learn, but these five terms are going to get you off to a great start. If you haven't had a chance to take my palette personality quiz, head on over to winegirlacademy.com. By taking the quiz, you're going to discover your very own palette personality, which is going to help you find wines that you're going to like. One final note in regards to wine terminology. I know sometimes it can seem a little snobby or exclusive, and I want to call out that it truly isn't. It's not meant to exclude anybody. What it is and what it does is gives us a harmonized understanding around the world for wine professionals and wine enthusiasts to be able to discuss wine using the same words. No matter where you are in the world, if you ask somebody about the wine's body or finish, or if you feel a wine is balanced, they're going to understand you. It's just about you learning new phrases in the language. Once you have the language, you're always going to be able to understand it. Like any language, once you know a few words you can start with, you start to feel better. And these five words are basically like your hello, how are you, nice to meet you, and see you later in wine terminology. Now my challenge for you this week is to read a few back labels or wine reviews online and look for the references of these terms in those reviews. It's going to start to open up your understanding and you're going to find patterns in the wines you like. As always, thanks for joining me for this episode of the Wine Shop Talk. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Have a great week. Cheers to you. Bye now.